Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today, we watched a movie from a bygone era of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Smirky and the Bernard. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit. Are you alright? No. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Um, yeah. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Uh, I, I have nothing. I have nothing after Smirky and the Bernard. So you just try to interrupt me for no reason. Yeah. Okay, great. This is already getting off to a great start. Let's get started. Um, so... Britain, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we just saw? So the uh, <laughs> uh, the movie takes place in I think it starts off in Texas uh, during you know in some kind of I think uh, it looked like a race for uh, semi mm-hmm. you know, semis where uh, the titular bandit is uh, kind of just sitting in a hammock. And some, uh, I, I don't know, some Texas big shot and his, his tiny son uh, you know, hire him to, to uh, bootleg uh, Coors, uh, Coors Light, or just Coors, just Coors Beers, yeah. uh, Coors Beer to uh, to Georgia from Texas in 28 hours, uh, which uh, I, I supposedly is this massive and impossible undertaking, but uh, the bandit and his uh, sidekick, uh, Snow, Snowman, Snowman. Yep. Uh, is, you know, up for the task, and... Uh, but you know there is another uh, who is uh, who is following them, the the uh, Buford T. Justice, the sheriff, yep. sheriff Buford T. Justice, is played by the late Jackie Gleason, and uh, who to me is a showstopper. Yeah, he is the he is easily the the funniest. And along the way, we have trials and tribulations. He picks up a runaway bride named mm. Sally Field. <laughs> um, I don't know if she ever said her name, but she, uh, I think she did in the beginning. But he just calls her Frog. Yeah, and uh, yeah, hijinks. Yeah, a lot of hijinks ensue. It's uh, a lot of uh, the the thing I, I really took away from this movie is kind of the camaraderie between uh, you know different people with CB radios back in the seventies. Yeah, it was almost like it was a uh, a movement of people to uh, a romanticized version. I think you said of yeah. CB radio handling and uh, truck driving and convoying and things like that. Uh, really, it was a, it, you know, it, it's... It was a precursor to the internet. Yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. And, you know, it was just a nice way for everyone to kind of communicate with each other. And uh, it, it was kind of like the lifeblood of America is here. Yeah. And these, you know, these people getting, you know, communicating across vast distances and spaces, strangers interacting with each other mm-hmm. and just uh, supporting one another from the law, you know. And, and somehow uh, they they got along they got along fine, un, you know, unlike the vitriol that comes with the internet these days. Yeah, uh, but then again, this is a romanticized version that's, that's of, of this. So, uh, so yeah, this was not my first time watching it, but I was impressed the first time I watched it. Yeah, me uh, too. Enough to, you know, watch it again. And, um, so it was, uh, it was, a, to me, a nice little welcome treat. Uh, yeah. it's a, it, it's a good movie and there's lots of parts of it that I think that deserve a little bit more scrutiny. Um, but first I do want to, uh, just have a word from our sponsors, which is, uh, no, we don't have a sponsor. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> when, when do we get sponsorship? That, that was just a, like, this is the point in podcasts where usually they say, all right, but first let's talk about our sponsor, uh, our, uh, spon- Britco. <laughs> Over here in Britco, we brew the finest coffee in the most rarest mountains north of Tahiti. <laughs> That's right. We found mountains that don't even exist on the map. We found them. By gum, we found them. And it's the smoothest, richest coffee this side of the Sahara. You know, technically, islands are kind of underwater mountains, so anything can be a mountain if you want them. That's Britco. <laughs> like... If there's not a mountain there, we'll put one there and grow the finest coffee this side of the Mason-Dixon. <laughs> Take a look over there. We just piled some dirt together. That's our mountain. There's already coffee growing. <laughs> there's coffee and a whole lot of fertilizer. That's Britco. Lots of fertilizer. <laughs> we can't stress the fertilizer enough. There's a mountain of <laughs> shit. Britco. <laughs> I, I already forget what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, that, that's Smokey our sponsor. And the that's our, all right. Yeah, it's uh, yep. Br- this, Brisco. This, this is why we don't have sponsors because we liken everything to shit. Yeah, like you want a coffee that tastes like shit, Folgers. <laughs> 
Are you a runaway bandit trying to find your way through Texas to Georgia with illegal contraband in your buddy's truck? Try Folgers Coffee. <laughs> do you like to run around with runaway brides and do things that are completely illegal and cause lots of harm to lots of people? PNC Bank. <laughs> We're there for you. Are you a fat, incompetent sheriff who's out of his jurisdiction chasing a legend who can't be caught? <laughs> Trojan condoms. <laughs> Are you the snowman who's bootlegging liquor from one state to another, knowing that this is going to be the end of your career if you get caught? Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Are you a dog in a truck that's sitting there eating hamburgers and sometimes going swimming? Alpo dog food. So yes, uh, those are our sponsors. Yeah, so go it, buy Alpo Folgers dog food. Yep. If if you and if you're a sponsor who's listening, this is the quality of ads you're going to be getting from us. If you guys want to sponsor our show, Alpo or Folgers, just know we can do this every episode yep. if you really want us to. Yep. Homegrown dog food. Like, <laughs> made from real 100% pure dogs. <laughs> we, should, we should just keep on doing uh, sponsorships like this until somebody either picks us up or begs us to stop sponsoring yeah, them. We'll, we'll sponsor everything until we someone cuts us a check. Yeah. <laughs> Our next episode is just going to be all sponsorships. N all of it. All of it's going to be, and all of it's going to be with a bad uh, Sam Elliott imp impression. <laughs> so... Now let's roll back. Now that our sponsorships have done, uh, have been, are done. <laughs> now, now that we lost all of our sponsors. <laughs> now that we have no hope of ever having a sponsor in Folgers or Alpo <laughs> or Nintendo, let's, uh, let's, let's hey, just still have the movie. We at least have Britco. Yeah, Britco's good. Britco means value. Britco yeah. is just a mound of shit. With a <laughs> mound of shit growing coffee. Yes. The coffee isn't what we're selling. <laughs> what we're selling is the experience. We're, we're selling the prospects of coffee, not the coffee itself. We're saying, hey, do you want to drink coffee? Go drink coffee and give us money for the, the privilege. Meanwhile, stare at this pile of shit. Yeah, that is that is perfect advertising right there. That mm -hmm. is what the internet is. A um, big pile of shit? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, there's a few aspects about this movie that I want to really discuss because okay. I mentioned before this is kind of a bygone era of movies and what I mean is that uh, and this is something we both talked about while watching this movie is uh, there is a there are some good like auto driving stunts and everything oh yeah oh yeah it, it's some of the best stunt driving I, I've seen uh, put to film like a lot of it I know I know stunt driving and car chases were kind of a thing in the 70s mm -hmm. but for some reason uh, it, it's not done like this today. I think it it, ha it might have to do with uh, the aircraft carrier size vehicles they had back then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It just it doesn't seem the same as as uh, like cars are safer now, and that's fine. But I think what it is yeah. is that uh, like stunt drivers um, aren't really asked to do stuff like this anymore because yeah. if you can imagine it, you can just wave a magic you know computer wand. And almost anything yeah. you need is at your fingertips. But back then, like we saw in this movie, spoiler, uh, we saw <clears> in this movie a fucking car like jump over a bridge, and there, there yeah. was no, no fancy CGI or anything. They yeah. didn't just click on the car and have it jump over the bridge. We we saw a car go under the uh, under the trailer of a semi and get the top sawed off. While someone was actually in the car driving it. Yeah, there was an actual stunt driver doing this. And we also saw a car jump, like, again, do a leap and land on top of a moving, like, mm -hmm. semi. Yeah. <laughs> and just continue on with it. And, yeah, it's, it, you know, this is, this is kind of what we're highlighting as, as things that are of a bygone era. Yeah. That no one really tries these stunt driving things anymore. I'm sure it's, you know, for these, you know, these days it's insurance reasons and stuff like that. But I, I also want to take a moment to stand on a little bit of a soapbox that I, I know I'm not the only one who has this opinion, but I do yeah. think that, uh, I do think that stunt teams should win Oscars. I yeah, think the, that a movie stunt team, sh there should be Oscars for them. Yeah, they should have their own category yeah. because if yeah, if they had that, Jackie Chan would probably win every one of them. Like, I mean, retro retroactively, I'd look at this and say, these are great stunts. They yeah. should win an award. Another one is uh, The Mask of Zorro. 
great freaking horse stunts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and to the point where it's like, you know, it, it's amazing to watch movies like this because uh, these movies were before things just kind of became more... Um, Homogenized? Yes. And you look at this and you just know, like, wow, this is impressive. Even if I don't like the movie I'm watching, um, if something stands out like this, you can just say, that is neat that is yeah. cool that takes a lot of effort and a lot of time and a lot of practice and a lot of uh, skill yeah dairy do you know <laughs> like yep the dairy do daring do like you know like okay this is a daring kind of yeah situation so yeah the stunts of this movie you just watch and you go wow i, I almost forgot what like actual real physical <laughs> yeah, put people stunt. in danger stunts like it last like it's not you know, CGI'd, uh, you know, Black Panther running on, and, uh, Captain America, yeah. uh, running on the highway, being, being chased by cops. These are actually people in, in real vehicles, and, and some of it's impressive, uh, specifically because, uh, if you, if, you know, if you ever Googled the camera rigging, uh, for, for the, uh, for the Trans Am that, uh, Burt Reynolds is ri driving, it's insane. It's like a bit, it's like the side, it's like a building attached to this car. Yeah, I know. You show, you showed me a picture. It's pretty impressive. Um, uh, I want to go back a little bit to the CB handle uh, thing because right. this is um, this movie is almost like a love letter to uh, to to we'll just say like to my dad, you know, because he was <laughs> he was a truck driver. He used to be on a CB, and I remember we'd go on long trips, and he'd like. What was his handle? Do you know? I don't think I can say. Oh, um, you don't want to? No, I don't want to. Mainly because I don't know it. Uh, <laughs> if I had, if I had to guess, like. I would say, like, you know, maybe Captain Jack or something like that. I can see that. Um, but, uh, like, I remember he used to, like, take out the CB whenever we go on long trips, and he'd talk and every now and again. It was cool. It was a really cool thing yeah. to be a part of. And this movie uh, kind of romanticized that a little bit. Like, oh, this is the lifeblood of America. Yeah. Now, um, I am curious, though, going off that CB route, uh, like, what would our handles be? <laughs> like, <coughs> individually. Uh, well, I think I can glean what you would have my handle be. Um, BTOF. Uh, I was gonna say Jack and the Beanstalker. <laughs> Jack and the Beanstalk. Jack and the Beanstalk. You got a Smokey in the. Yeah, you got a Smokey on your rear. I know. <laughs> I know. Please keep. Uh, please maintain radio silence. <laughs> I am trying to concentrate on driving. Like, I don't know. I mean, I. I guess. I guess my handle would be. No. Uh, Mad Hatter. Yeah, I can get behind that. I was gonna actually have something mad in my name. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Mad Hatter, that sounds good. Yeah, Mad Hatter and Jack and the Beanstalk. Um, I think we can think of something better with you. Better with me? Because, you know, Jack's not tall. <laughs> okay, well, that's Jack's good. not the giant. <clears throat> Alright. Alright, then, uh, you come up with one. Um, Gas Giant. You, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you rotten son of a bitch. I'm, I'm calling you a star. Or a big planet. <laughs> You're... No, you're just saying I'm a giant person who farts. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah, it's very apt. <laughs> or, uh... <laughs> or we could have a handle like, uh... <laughs> Unicron, Unicron, come on in. <laughs> oh, man. Like, actually, now I think about it, like, nerdy handles would be pretty cool, yeah. too. You know, that would be. Though, uh, I think Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan, that's a perfect, yeah. Paul Bunyan, Paul Bunyan, this is, uh, <laughs> and, and we'd have, like, your wife or girlfriend, like, oh, I'm here with my, with, uh, the big blue ox, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, she doesn't like that handle for some reason. <laughs> please, please stop calling me that. You know, you brought it up, um, uh, just a couple minutes ago, uh, yeah. but, you know, people in chat rooms or internet, they, they had handles, too, you yeah. know? Uh, like, they had, like... You know, things that, uh, that that aren't as clever as Snowman or Bandit, no. but, you know, um, it's kind of like, kind of the same thing. Like, this is, uh, this is Paul Bunyan 43829 underscore, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I wish, I wish that people had, like, clever handles these days. Now it's like, uh, you know, you know, Ass Eater 63. Yeah, like, there's no, uh, I guess they didn't have to... I don't know how CB actually works. Like, I don't know if you have to really register your name or you just, uh, I, like you do on a uh, ham radio. Or I, don't, I don't know if you have to register your handle, but I, I'm pretty sure that the you know, CB is regulated by the FCC. So you, you would probably are restricted to certain things you can and cannot say. Sure, but like, you know, can you do like, I'm, you know, ah, this is the bandit here. No, this is the bandit. 
Uh, hmm. Like, I, I think the only one I can really imagine I would have multiple handles would be, like, Ah, oh, this is Spartacus 2-3, Spartacus 2-3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... I, I wonder if... Yeah, I do wonder if there were, there were like, people who... You stole, you stole other guys' handles or, or went out... But then again... You know, even even if you did, you could still tell by the way someone talks. Even even in chat room situations, I remember when I was thirteen in a chat room. This is a different story, yeah. but uh, <laughs> uh, thirteen in a chat room and don't, uh, please don't finish the story. No, uh, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, like I, I would talk to these guys, and there was a popular guy uh, that everyone would talk to. So he signed off one day, and then I logged back in under his handle, and people knew immediately I was not him because. Huh. Of uh, you know how I would how I would talk on the chat room, so I'm like, if people people know, uh, I kind of imagine that if you want somebody else's handle, like if if Bandit wanted, uh, if Bandit like has name challenged by yeah. another Bandit, I imagine it would come down to like a uh, like a single race or something or a, oh, a, a I duel. I was, yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was like pistols at dawn. Well, I, I want like something more appropriate for what these guys do, like. All right, I challenge you to single combat. Your truck versus my truck. Kind I would, of thing. I would imagine they would have a smuggle off, like uh, yeah, try and uh, try and get drugs over the border, or who can smuggle the most beer in a twenty-four hour period. Yeah. You know, well, son of son of bitch, you smuggled uh, one trillion cases of beer. I don't know how you did it. Like, I don't even think there's that much beer in in the world, or ever has been, <laughs> or ever will be. So, um, man, go ahead. Actually, like now, go on. I'm now. I'm thinking. Uh, this is just uh, it's just how my brain works. Like, I want to see a Back to the Future where Doc has a a big rig. Uh, okay. And that is his vehicle of choice. You know. Uh, yeah, and that's what he uses to go back. Yeah, in no time. DeLorean, just a big rig. You turned a big rig into a time machine, Doc? That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. I guess if it was if the movie came out in the, in the 70s, it might be a big yeah. rig. And Burt Reynolds would be the Doc. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you gotta go in style. I imagine I imagine it would be uh, the same cast as Cop and a Half, only. <laughs> I, I've never seen Cop and a Half. I saw it in theaters. Uh, oh my I, god. I, was, I know, I know. When I was a kid, when I was like eight years old or whenever that movie came out, my grandmother took me to see it, and I remember liking it, and uh, and renting it, and my my liking of it kind of decreasing the second time I saw it. You know, when you're a kid and you go to the theaters, like it's just a, it's more about the experience yeah. than the actual movie. Because you know, back in the day, it was it was rare if you went to the movies because, yeah. uh, you know, in our when we were growing up, uh, the big thing was home movies. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, at uh, you know, renting movies at Blockbuster. Why go to the theater if you could just wait a month and uh, bring it home? But um, it was still nice to to go and uh, like it was an event to go to the theater. Oh yeah. Like some movies I went to and I don't even know how. You know, like um, like my my parents took me to see uh, I think like Jurassic Park huh? in the I, theater. I saw Jurassic Park in the theater. That was an experience. That was great. That was that was a, a lot of fun. Um, I remember being bored through most of it. But the uh, ending, I remember being not bored. I, I rem I don't, I wasn't bored through most of it. I was very anxious. I mean, I was bored through the boring parts, and I remember feeling uncomfortable when, uh, when I think Laura Dorn said something like, you know, like uh, save your sexism for another time, or we'll deal with sex in a survival situation. And I was like, I was, I was embarrassed that she said the word sex. You know. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, that's weird. Oh, I'm not allowed to hear that word. And I had I covered my ears and put cotton over my eyes and uh, and, I, and when I got back home I flogged myself <laughs> for the impure thoughts. Like I, I I had to I had to just ratchet my leg spikes up one more time and, uh, and then there we go. <laughs> I hung I hung myself from hooks. <laughs> um. So back to the movie. Yeah. Smokey and the Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, there's another part of this movie I do want to kind of touch on a bit yeah. um, because we were talking about it as we were watching it uh, one of the cool aspects of it is the uh, again going back to CB radios but there is a a, a, a tenuous rivalry uh, well not even tenuous there's an actual tangible rivalry oh yeah between um, well Smokey and the bandit uh, yep Buford T Justice and uh, and the bandit 
and the re the way they kind of keep this rivalry going is like, yeah, he's a constant threat, constantly chasing after him, uh -huh. and we do go back and forth to see what's going on between these two, but, like, they're on the radio, they're like, you know, kind of like, uh, Die Hard, with yeah. Hans Gruber and John McClane, like, these two are... You know, like, they may not have a lot of face-to-face -face meetups, but they are on the radio bickering to each other. And there, there's a mutual respect between the two as well. That, yeah, yeah, Buford T. Justice might think uh, the band is a pain in the ass and an asshole for always making him look bad, but, you know, he does you know, respect the, uh, you know, the, the uh, pomp and circumstance. Yeah, the that, chase. That, yeah, the chase that comes with the, you know, that, that, and his reputation. Like, they have, like, a little moment at the end where they kind of give each other some praise, even though it's through, yeah. basically through clenched teeth. Yeah. Like, I hate you, but damn it do I respect you kind of thing. Yeah. There's even a moment in the movie, which this is spoiler for two movies, um, that they do the Die Hard thing, where I'm thinking maybe Die Hard, the people who made Die Hard were fans of this movie, because huh. there's even a moment in both movies where the two people who only know each other by voice... Uh, because they've been talking on the CB, yeah. have a face-to-face -face encounter. And don't really know it. Yeah, don't really you know, register it. Um, only in this case, um, they do, they, 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 like, in it, Die Hard, It's he, kind of the reverse. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, where, uh, you know, instead of ha the bad guy knowing, uh, that, he, he, who the good guy is, and not, and not... Letting it's, on, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the, the opposite. opposite. Um, but the whole movie has, like, you know, kind of a, a... Constant, like I said, a constant looming presence with this Buford T. Justice. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about this guy. You, oh uh, yeah, Buford T. Justice. It, well, first off, I am surprised Jackie Gleason did not explode. <laughs> uh, like I have never seen a man so close to having a stroke. Like he really played this thing as big as you could play. Yeah. Like you remember, you remember in uh, in Billy Madison when someone threw the banana at a the sandwich, the sandwich yeah. at a Chris Farley. And I'm gonna end your damn trip. And like he was beat red. Like yeah. this is this is Jackie Gleason pretty much throughout the entirety of this movie. Like he is beat red constantly. Like he's on the edge of explosion. Yeah. And damn it, is it not entertaining? It, it is. It is a. It is a work of art. Like, you, you're watching, you're not rooting for the guy, but there are times, like, he's being chastised at one point by, like, a state trooper. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're not rooting for Buford T. Justice, but when he gets up and starts hollering at this guy, you yeah. kind of feel like, yeah, go, yeah, go get him, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, show, who, show this pissant who he's really dealing yeah, with. Yeah, show him who's boss, you know, and... I, I do think it's great, like, you know, when you have a name like Buford T. Justice, you are setting the tone yeah. for what this movie is. Like, he, he's almost a cartoon character. Like, you're not taking yourself too seriously yeah. with this kind of situation. You know, like, we know what movie we're making. This is just a fun little comedy. Yeah, it's outlandish. It would never happen in real life, but that's not the point. You're watching this because it can't happen. Yeah, you're watching this just to have fun, to escape. Exactly. And... Uh, that that's kind of what the that's kind of what some of the best movies are, you know. And I said it uh, said it while we were watching. I was like, you know, if we did really want to analyze this, you know, instead of it just being fluff, um, yeah, you could make the argument that you know these truckers and the freedom loving Americans and everyone who's connected through CB, like yeah. this is like the the heart of America. This is what America is. Everyone living wild and free, and you know, yeah. but still supporting one another. Uh, yeah, there was. There was a lot of, uh, I, I, I hate to bring, I don't like bringing this up, but there was a lot of, uh, progressive scenes for the time. Yeah, exactly, and it was kind of like, everyone is joined together in this one common goal, which is, let's all support each other and live free. Yeah. And, and you know, and not have to worry, be hassled by, you know, the man all the time. Yeah, pretty much the, the, the man, the man was the, uh, the, the big... Uh, you know the big looming threat throughout the movie. Like, other than that, like everyone, oh, save save for the uh, from the guys in the bar who beat the crap out of a, a snowman no for no reason. For no reason, uh, because I guess they didn't like his dog, which is uh, weird. Yeah, I, you you name you show me a person who hates a dog for no reason, and I'll show you a bad person. <laughs> I which is funny. I actually found out that fear of dogs is one of the top ten fears of Americans. Really? Yeah. 
Um, I, I was looking it up the other day just to see what the top fears are because you know things like public speaking, yeah, um, spiders, you know things like that. Spiders are is legitimate. They'll kill you. Yes. Uh, a dog can kill you too. <laughs> yeah, but I can pet that dog as it kills me. You can pet a spider. You can't pet a spider. The little cute little guys, just, uh, just yeah, creepy yeah. crawly spiders. They're yeah. they're like eight legged dogs. <laughs> they, that is the biggest exaggeration of what a. I, I like how they, like lately, there's been a push, especially from a few of my friends on on the face web. Yeah. Um, there's been a big push uh, to kind of. Like, bats are just little puppies, you know, little winged puppies. Yeah. Um, you know, bats are good, bats do good things. They, they are very important for the environment, especially keeping uh, insects in check. Yeah, and... But they are still barons of disease. <laughs> A friend of mine, you know, she's really big into bats, she really likes yeah. bats, and she's, you know, always spreading awareness, like, you know, bats are just, you know, look how cute they are, you know, and they're not as bad as they, as you think, you know, yeah. they do good things, bats got a good rap. I want to do that with spiders now, you know, because she even put things like, oh, bats are just, bats are just flying puppies, you know. You know, I didn't think that when the bat got into this apartment. Yeah, that's because, that, that's because you got, you got scared by the, by the hype. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got scared because there was a bat in the apartment. You got, you, you listened, you... You got suckered in by the the anti-bat propaganda, <laughs> and and you just you just you got suckered. That's all I can say. You got suckered. You got zuckered. That's all there is to yeah, it. I, and the thing is, is I don't know if the bat ever left. Like, for, like what? Yeah, like I never saw it leave. For all I <laughs> get him out of here. Get him out of here. You know, for all I know, it, we have a dead bat under some furniture somewhere. <laughs> you know, or a living bat that's keeping the. Keeping the, bu the bugs at bay. Uh, oh, he hasn't been keeping the spiders out. Well, spiders are good. Spiders catch what, bug too. Were they friends? Yeah, they're little, the little like puppies. Like I said, so I, it's a bat and his spider sidekick. I. Okay. All right. Well, All what right. can we do with this? We're we're gonna explore this. We might go back to spiders in a bit, but I do want to talk about the bat and the spider. Um, first of all, we need a really catchy name for this. Uh, you know, flying puppy and eight-legged pup. No, that's not good. Um, uh -huh. let's see. The, <laughs> the, the winged terror and the webman. No, that's not very good. Uh, let's see. The flying disease no. and the murder no. monster. <laughs> no, these are, these are sidekicks. They're fun. They're good. They're good. They're good company. Uh, I'm going to say, let's see. Um, well, I think, I, I, <laughs> I think Webby you know, or the web is a good- is a good thing for the spider. Now, we just need something cool for the bat. Webs and wings? Webs and wings! Ah! That- that's good. That's really good. I like that. Sounds uh, like the name of a 70s band. Webs and wings, they fade. They fade <laughs> away. Who is that? Is that Pearl Jam? I think so. Um, webs and wings. That's a good- that's a good thing. So, Immediately, I want to say they solve crimes, but... Uh, well, that is your default, but, yeah, you know, we, we can explore other avenues. But. So, um, I want to be clear, this is... This is just a bat and a spider. There's, you know, nothing... Uh, nothing... Like, they're not people with these names. No, these are... What kind of spider, would you say? I want to say something big that the audience can see, like a tarantula. Uh, Even though I don't think they, they don't make... I, I want to say they make webs. like a big corn spider. Or, um... I like those, uh, I forget they're called, but they're the jumping spiders, the ones that... Oh, the the ones that kill you. No, 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 not those ones. Uh, the ones that are harmless. We have a lot of them around here. Oh, like a wolf spider or Some, something? Yeah, they're yeah. Called, they have a special name. Them. They look like they have diamonds on their backs, and... What, a black widow? No, 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 not... That's an hourglass. Oh, yeah. Um, they're, they're big. They're about the size of, I'd say, of a, a half, a half, uh, half dollar. Uh, uh maybe a quarter. And they're nice, and they're furry, and they're just- they jump at you, they're, they're just sweet little spiders, mm -hmm. I like them. No, thank you. Um, no, thank you. But those are- that's the type of spider I want for, uh, for webs. And uh, for the wings, I want a flying fox. Because that is the closest to a, uh, a sky puppy you can get. Okay. Okay, I can get behind that. So, now, um, I imagine they both live in our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Much to my chagrin. They live in your room. Yes. Um, which one would you rather have in your room? The, the, Neither. You had to choose one. Like, they, you gotta... Okay, you can take the bat. Um, I, I probably would prefer the bat. Because, I, like I said, I, I got nothing against spiders. I think spiders are cool. Um, if I was... If I was like, a swarm of spiders, like, ran over me, I'd probably be sh scared shitless. Um, 
Yeah. But just yeah. one at a time. It's fine. No, no thing. I remember, uh, not not to go off on a tangent, no. but, but I do remember one time, uh, you, you, uh, we were just watching a movie and you looked over at me and said, Britain, don't move. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? And, you know, and, and then all of a sudden I felt the spider crawl on my neck and I'm just like, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off. <laughs> and, and you luck, you know, luckily you did knock it off, but we never found the spider. Yep, I remember that. Uh, I imagine he's just having a good time, enjoying life. Like, I imagine he, he lost a leg when he was whacked off. Oh my. <laughs> and, uh... I haven't been whacked off like that in a while. <laughs> bite your leg off. Oh man, wow. And, you, baby, you knocked my leg straight off. <laughs> and now he has a vendetta. <laughs> he's got a mechanical leg now. It's, he's like from the Wild Wild West. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, it's just one, so I imagine he's... Like replaced it with uh, with like a needle, like a uh, <laughs> paperclip. Ah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. A paperclip, that's perfect. Like, <laughs> he, he he has. It's kind of like the uh, I guess the spider equivalent of a pirate's peg leg. I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast, but you're gonna hear it oh. now, folks. This is a story of why I like spiders and why I think they're cool. Um, have I told this one yet? The... Uh, you might have, but go ahead and tell it again. So, uh, when I lived, uh, when I lived in Louisiana, I was in the Air Force, um, and we were, I lived in the dorms, and there was a serious roach problem in the you. dorms, everywhere. Uh, and I had to get creative, like, <laughs> one time there was a roach just crawling around, <laughs> and I just put the plunger over top of it, I was like, that's not my problem, and I forgot about it, and like, like six months later, I opened it up and there's just a dried husk of a roach, um, <laughs> crunchy and tasted awful. Uh, but like they they were bad. Like I would be walking in the door of my dorm and all of a sudden I just feel something drop on top of me and here's this uh. roach just crawling around. Or I'd be laying in bed trying to sleep and I just hear like on the books, uh, you know, on my uh, on the shelf just. Ah. Uh. And the worst was it because they come out of the sewers. Um, oh, up the drains. Yep. And. Uh, and like there were times where I just open up the open up the you know shower curtain and there would just be one sitting there, uh. and then I had to get what I call the pole of peace, which is this <laughs> big ass pole that I found. I taped one side and I just crush it or try to kill it. You know, sometimes it got away. Now would they crawl on you in your sleep? I let's put it this way: I've never experienced it, but uh. there I had a nice big recliner, kind of like yours, in my room. Okay. And, uh, I remember I was sitting there playing video games, and uh, I felt something on my leg, and I look over, and here's the roach, and I, I stopped sitting in that chair for like a month <laughs> until I was sure. You know, it was just there was nothing you could do. You walk outside, and you walk near a sewer; they were just like scattered everywhere. You know, yeah. it, it was it was true hell. Um, so I'm sitting on the toilet one time, making dirty, and uh, <laughs> and I just hear. I look and here's this roach crawling around, you know, coming towards yeah. me, and I'm like, ah, oh, son of a. So I, I get up and uh, and I get my pole of peace and I'm like tracking it. And I'm like, and it's a smaller one, so it's quicker, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, bink, miss, bink, miss, and uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, from under the toilet, the this spider just leaps out and starts fighting it. Oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, they're, they're having, they're locked in a death battle. I'm like, I could crush both of them right now, and I was like. Let me see how this plays out. So eventually the spider wins. It like doesn't kill it, but it starts binding it up and wrapping it up and pulls huh. it under the toilet in this little tiny gap, you know? And I'm just like, you know what, buddy? You're cool. I'll let you live. And from then on, I've been cool with spiders. I Sometimes I'd just be sitting there and, you know, making my business and the little spider would come out and it would like walk across the floor. It would turn around, see me. And I look at him, and I just kind of give a nod, and it would turn around, just start going about its business, and then huh. come back under. So I had a little, a little roommate, a little friend spider, friendly spider. Uh, it's, I, I, in in that scenario, I would prefer the spider over the roaches. But jeez, though, that does remind me of a story. I don't know if I told this on the podcast. Go ahead. Uh, at the time, I was living with my sister, and uh, she lived in an old house. Uh, that was built in like nineteen oh, like nineteen oh two. It was yeah. it was old, but uh, and it had like a whole like it had some uh, access points, unfortunately for for mice. And uh, I didn't think it was a big deal, uh, but like I would look at my closet and I would I would keep snacks and stuff in my closet just so I wasn't cluttering her kitchen. And I but I knew there was an issue because I saw 
uh, holes in the snacks, mm -hmm. like, you know, from some kind of uh, mouse. So I'm like, shit, I guess I can't store stuff there anymore. And the, the moment that I said, all right, I have a problem, is when I was uh, trying to sleep. And while I was sleeping, I just felt the mouse crawling up and down <laughs> uh, over my blankets right on top of me. I'm like, Aww. no, 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 it's not it's an Mr. Jingles. It is not Mr. Jingles. <laughs> it is vermin. It is, yeah, it is, it is a plague carrier. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the next day I'm like, all right, I gotta get a, get a mouse trap. And, uh, I did, I put peanut butter on it and, yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry to those of, of you out there who are, uh, who are animal, uh, animal lovers, but, uh, I, I solved the problem in, in a, uh, less nice way than I should have. Like, you should just release the spiders on him and see what happened. I don't have... Hmm. Though I do hate spiders, would it behoove me to have a shoebox full of spiders for, you know, occasions like that? Maybe. Like, I, I was thinking more along the lines of, uh, like, you know how Alkaman can control fish? Yeah. Like, if I could control spiders, that would be pretty sweet. Like, I just stand there and just let a whole bunch of them under my feet crawl me, you know, crawl me around everywhere. Uh, like, it, I would be my own worst enemy. Like, it, it, I, I, I have the power to control something that mortifies me. Like, like, uh, uh, and I wouldn't do it for superhero reasons. I would just, like, I'd go to the bank and just stand there and be like, alright guys, I'm gonna cash this check and just slither in and oh. scurry in on my, you know, on my spiders and everything like that. All right, I thought you were going to be like, pass them and you know, pass them a note like, give me all the money. Or... I'm not going to rob a bank I, with spiders. I, that's, well, that's what you were just doing. Like, I'm just walking in to cash a check, but, oh. you know, being carried in by oh, spiders. You, you a litter of spiders? Yeah. Um, I mean, if I'm going to rob a bank, I just wouldn't have the spiders stand on me would, or stand on the spiders. I would just be like, all right, I'm going to control the spiders to go in there and just take like one dollar at a time. Uh, I was going to say, like, I, I think. The threat of, you know, once you, uh, cover one bank teller in spiders, I think everyone else is gonna fall in line. <laughs> like, I- I think- Like, I don't think people are as scared- as scared of being shot by a gun than being enveloped in spiders. Like, imagine- that would be a pretty- an inch- that'd be, to me, a badass way to introduce a person such as myself, or a badass way to, like, it's almost like a Vader-esque entrance. <laughs> like, you don't go in first, you just... A swarm of spiders comes in a door and just starts covering people till they... Ah, they scream, they back away, they're terrified. Then a swarm parts, and then I just come scurrying in on my litter of spiders. I, I was gonna say... Yeah, but I was gonna say, like, a big swarm of spiders come... You know, comes in and piles up and uh, to the size of a man, and then it recedes, and then yeah, you then appear. <laughs> well, hello. Oh, I guess... <laughs> Well, the spiders just scatter. That's it. That's it. That's I, I, it. I imagine. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like a T one thousand thing. Like they shoot you, but the spiders kind of reform the hole in your body. <laughs> I was actually thinking more along the lines of a spider jumps in front of the bullet, <laughs> and it just it spreads it to the seven winds, and it still goes through me anyway. And uh, and you knew specifically the name of that spider. You know the name of each one of, of your course. spiders. Every all ten million of them. I imagine like just that 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 little. That little piece of, I guess, spider blood, you know, is on the bullet and goes through me, and then I become a giant Spider-Man. <laughs> Not like Spider-Man, I mean, like, like I, I grow eight eyes, and oh. <laughs> I, I'm, you've seen the fly. That yeah. is kind of what happens to me. So you, you become a mutant? I become like a, 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 I slowly start turning into a spider. Oh. My good arms fall off, and my <laughs> spider arms, you know, kind of grow out. Oh, well, then... That, that seems less like a superpower and more of a major inconvenience. It's a curse, yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine, uh, I just, I mean, yeah, I can I can walk on the side of buildings, pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh... Can't cash check? Yeah. <laughs> now I can no longer, I can't work anymore. Yeah. Um, so I have to turn to a life of crime, and I imagine the cops finally get me when they, like, roll up a giant newspaper <laughs> and just smush me. Like, there's a big, uh... A big uh, sticky fly trap that you get caught on. <laughs> I, I, if, I think I have a name for if I get caught in. You know, not even if I get caught in this thing where I become a giant spider. I think I just have a name for when, like, I can control the spiders and. All right. 
daddy long legs. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah, ladies, spread out. Daddy long legs is here to save the day. We don't like spiders. Okay. Yeah, shit. Okay. <laughs> I backed the wrong horse on this one. Really? You don't like... Huh. Okay, so I guess I'm gonna be Mr. Bumblebee Man. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like bumblebees either. Not too hot on that. Alright, what bugs do you like? We don't like swarms of bugs. <laughs> really? Who doesn't like a good swarm of bugs? I don't. Yeah, nobody I... likes a good swarm of bugs. I'm... They're just... <laughs> they're just... They're just little winged, disease-carrying puppies, okay? That's that's what you need, is a, be a, you need a swarm of puppies. Hmm, that's just a litter at a certain no, point. No, it, it has it, to be a swarm? It has to be a swarm. Like, they, they come in in a whirlwind tornado. <laughs> Are they Dennis the Menace? <laughs> Dennis the Menace came in in a whirlwind tornado? In, in, the, in the old 50s show, yes. Oh, he did? Yeah, that, that was how the intro was. He was a cartoon tornado. I was thinking more like the Tasmanian Devil, but, uh... <laughs> well, that makes more sense, because if there's one person who's gonna be going around speaking gibberish... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be me. <laughs> Meanwhile, puppies are being flung, uh, <laughs> to the, you know, flung everywhere, at, you know, incidentally. Yeah, I mean, you can't control the entire swarm of tornado puppies, mm. but I'll do my best to, you know... Once they turn six months, like, you gotta let them loose. Yeah, well, you know, every time they're flung out of the thing, they kind of trot back, wagging their tail back to the tornado. Like, I imagine one stray cat just throws the entire <laughs> thing, the operation off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just one stray cat and the tornado starts chasing it. <laughs> guys, guys, no! Whoa! I'll see you in a minute! <laughs> and you just end up at the bottom of a tree. Yeah, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, has this tornado's barking at a cat. Like, I imagine I just... I, eventually, I starve to death because I can't <laughs> control that. I'm just stuck in this tornado. You're stuck in the tornado, and the, do event the dogs eventually just lose interest. They end start wandering their own way. And then eventually the tornado gets put in the pound. <laughs> Guys, please, there's a man inside this tornado. Yeah, we've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, huh? The old man at the tornado bait. Get back in your kennel. Sorry, sir. <laughs> I guess... I guess what swarm would be an acceptable swarm? Like I said, I found my swarm. If I could control all spiders, or maybe even, uh... I don't uh, know, what, what kind of swarm would I want? Because I don't want anything flying. Alright, uh... Let's see... A swarm... There, there's nothing... I, uh, there's nothing really... Out there, that, that 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 nothing is good in a swarm. Like the a swarm of puppies is the close the closest thing that I could think of as an acceptable swarm. Other than that, like a swarm of mice? No, that's a plague. <laughs> that, that's the rat master or yeah. the rat uh, the rat tamer. The rat king. Yeah, or the the one from uh, the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I think I would pick, like, uh, I don't know, like certainly not mosquitoes. That would be. Yeah, that would. Uh... That, that would be a short-lived life. Like, um, maybe a swarm of, uh, like, a swarm of hermit crabs? No, I don't think that... <laughs> There's something I, wrong I, with that, too. I don't know why, that just seems like it would be itchy. Like, uh, a swarm of, uh, swarm of ants? Like Ant-Man? No, I don't uh, like that. No. I, uh, that, uh, that's a more tolerable swarm, but Oof. it's still a swarm. No, I don't think yeah. so. I don't like that at all. Ugh. Uh, a... Swarm of people is also a no-no. That's another disease carrier. Yeah, a big one. Um, maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be a creature. Maybe it can be, I rode in on a swarm of feathers. <laughs> huh. You know, a swarm of birds wouldn't be that bad. A swarm of parakeets. Like, I guess if you pick the right bird. Uh, a swarm of parrots. That's yeah. just a little austin- A swarm of peacocks. That's uh, ostentatious. Can they, can they fly? Uh, spiders can't fly, so uh, that's you know. Fine. That would that would just be that would be the most colorful whirlwind there is, and the grandest peacock of all steps out from the center, which is me. <laughs> I am the grand peacock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we hear. I uh, would like to cash this check. Um, do you have two forms of ID? Yeah, it's. Actually... I'll be back. <laughs> is a passport okay? I, yeah, I guess that's sure. Fine. Um, what do we need another form of ID? Does do you uh, do you do you accept um, uh, student IDs? We do. 
Okay, great. Grand Peacock here! <laughs> Two forms of ID! Could you make it out to, um, to Mark? Uh, actually, I, uh, I, Grand Peacock isn't, uh, isn't my legal name. You don't say! <laughs> but keep that, keep that a secret. Only you know that. Okay. Uh, thank you! Thank you, Mark! Grand I, Peacock away! Why didn't you just come without the peacocks? Uh... What? <laughs> I'm always with the peacocks. The pe the peacock. I cannot be without the peacocks. It's a curse. The peacocks are like the main thing. You know, what would be an even worse bird? Like a turkey? <laughs> uh, a wor like an annoying bird? <laughs> that would be... <laughs> it was a... You know, it's a... It's a, it's like a parakeet and it just keeps on warbling whenever I'm trying to speak. Can I get... A uh, can I, can I, can especially, I? especially if you have like, if you're, if there's a, like a swarm of 50 of them. I'd like, what? I'd like to, I'd like to cash my check, please. Two for, two forms of ID. <laughs> you know what? You know, I'll, I'll come back later. Uh, trying yeah. to get to sleep like that would be awful. Like, yeah, a swarm of, of parrots would be, would be terrible. But like, there, there has to be like just some kind of awful, some kind of awful bird out there that that no one likes, like uh, a swarm of uh, uh, condors. <laughs> a major slam on condors out of nowhere, like, or, or vultures rather, not condors. Yeah, they're kind of the same thing. A swarm of vultures would be kind of cool. Uh, a swarm of um, cat birds. I don't know if they're they're, they're always mean. We had a cat bird. I don't know nest. what a cat bird is. Uh, they're as far as I know, they're just birds that attack cats. Huh? Yeah, birds are kind of dicks. Uh, that, that's kind of funny. We had we had one like a nest in our. Uh, I I didn't well, know a, such a bird existed. Yeah, they were just they're just little tiny dicks, and they'd always attack me <laughs> when I was a kid. So I don't like them. Uh, a bird or a bird, maybe a swarm of. Uh, I guess we can get like now uh, now we're expanding like yeah a swarm of Canadian geese like or because uh, you know they're swirling around but they're also trying to bite you. A swarm of like squirrels would be kind of fun. <laughs> Like, people don't like squirrels in general. I don't mind squirrels. I don't either, but I know a lot of people do. Uh, I guess, like, it's one of the, it's kind of a funny thing, like, we hate mice and rats, but squirrels we give a pass to for some reason, even though they're pretty much the same thing. It's the bushy tail. It's, it's the tail. It's all tail. I think it's because of the tail and they live in trees. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think if squirrels started getting into our houses and eating our food, then we might have a different opinion. <laughs> Uh, let's see, maybe a swarm of, uh, swarm of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would, that would be awful. Like, if, if a guy comes in just surrounded by teeth, like, for some reason, sentient teeth, oh. like, I'm just like, I don't know who, that's the tooth fairy, guys, that, that's what I assume. Show me your smile. <laughs> oh, looks like you've got an incisor ripe for the plucking. Man, that would be a fucking cool villain. Is he is he adorned with teeth? There is teeth everywhere. He's got suspender made of teeth. You know, suspenders made of teeth. He's got uh, like his jewelry is all teeth based, and like I imagine for some reason, like it's almost a wave, a liquid wave of teeth that carries him everywhere. Like, oh. He can somehow control the teeth. It recedes when he wants, and then you know when he's talking to people, he's like you know torturing people. He's like you know. Every one of my people I encounter, I take a souvenir, and he just pulls out a player of pliers and just yanks a tooth out. Now, now is he? Does he pull the teeth out, or is he kind of like Magneto, where he oh. has his powers to yank the teeth out? Yes, I think that'd be even worse. Oh. Like, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, that one. Ooh, there was a vein under that one. Ooh, that's good. I'll add it to the swarm. No, just... no, no. Here, let me put it back. I don't want that one anymore. Yeah, let me just take the lot. Like, if the man could control teeth, that would be a... Like, again, like, someone tries to shoot him, and just a wall of teeth just block him. Uh, yeah, teeth are surprisingly durable. Mm-hmm. And just... And the teeth recede, and, you know, like, kind, you know, kind of like, uh... Kind of like the Sandman, almost. Yeah, and I imagine the cops, the cops just look at each other. This is stupid. I hate this. Ta oh yeah. Let's see you say that with no teeth. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> I imagine 
a swarm of teeth, just a wave of teeth washes over these cops and it recedes and there's nothing left but a a, a flapping pair of jaw, <laughs> like a chattering teeth, you know. I, I kind of want him to ride a surfboard on a wave of teeth. <laughs> Ten, cowabunga, dudes! This guy is a menace. I, would someone shoot this clown? You gotta try better than that. You know, if, if there was a guy who rode around on a swarm of teeth, I think it would be like every movie in like 2000s where yeah. they were like, do we drop the bomb or not? It'd be like <laughs> the end of Avengers where they're like, we might have to nuke the city that this guy's in. Ooh, got away by the skin of my... You know. All right, that uh, I'm dropping the bomb. <laughs> The teeth just surround me like Groot. <laughs> I am teeth. There's like a vast wasteland of nothing. And there's just a, a, a I'm just sitting there just covered in enamel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I imagine the teeth kind of form around him like an Iron Man suit made of vibranium. And like, it looks like I'm gone, but then I just... Knock just the, wipe the, the bad teeth off. Yep, and good try. But of course, as soon as they, you know, as soon as they see me, uh, as soon as they see the bomb go off, they're like, "Yeah, we got him." Visual. <laughs> I need visual evidence. The target remains. I repeat, target remains. May our may our children forgive us. <laughs> Independence teeth. <laughs> Independent teeth. Yeah, they. Yeah. I am the tooth man. I want the tooth, the whole tooth, and nothing but the tooth. Is that glass bulletproof? No, sir. <laughs> uh. So, Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, a fun little movie. Uh, if you kind of want a, a, a little cross-section of, of what what life was kind of like, you know, a romanticized version of what life was kind of like for truckers in the 70s, you know, give that a, give that a watch. It's a fun little film uh, that, you know, it still kind of, it still holds up today. Um, yep, bygone era of movie making and pretty damn good. I like it. Uh, give it a watch. It's on Netflix as we speak, but it might not be by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, so, t you know, get to it when you can, as soon as you can. But, uh, yeah, I'd give it, uh, I'd give it, I'd give it seven stars. I don't know. Seven stars? No seven farts. Eight. Yeah, no no farts. farts. Definitely not. Um, well, that's gonna be it. Uh, take it easy, everybody. Toodaloo! Add a little SOBs. <laughs>